nurse's station. Hey, you guys. It's me, Matt. Hi, guys. It's Kat. And you're riding up on the, uh, the elevator all the way up to the 10th floor of General Hospital. Bing, bong. The doors have opened. You take a step out. You took the left. And you can see in the hallway, uh, oh, Britt and Dr. Uh, Dr. Randolph, Britt and Terry, trying to work mm -hmm. it out. Well, Terry trying to work it out and Britt being like, now, I'm better. <laughs> Looks uh, like she's figured it out a little bit. She's, she's figured it out a little bit. I think that Dr. Terry Randolph has, has it figured out a little bit more than, uh, than Britt. Now, of course, Britt's whole life is exploding right now, though. Okay. Sure I mean, I can't. It's 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 tough because she's trying to hold on to anything that was hers, mm -hmm. and now not not she doesn't have the job that was hers. She doesn't have the man that was hers, and other people are coming around and taking it from her. I know. This is what she gets for trying to do the, the right thing. This is what she gets for trying to be good. She should have stayed the bridge. Is that yeah, what you're she saying? She should have stayed bad, man. If she was, oh. if she, if she, if she dug up some dirt on Monica, right? And Monica was like, "I think that you guys should do the, the, the co, the co chief of staff." How does that even work? I don't know. But whatever. Well. But whatever. Whatever. Yeah. She should have found some sort of dirt on Monica and been like, "Well, in 1972, you cheated on Alan with blah blah blah," and I'm going to tell everybody that 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 AJ is actually, I don't know, somebody else's. He's really a Weber. Oh, she could have went through all the years if she wanted to. <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody about 1971 and then 72 and then 73. And they kind of come up with something with every single year against Monica. Because Monica Quartermain, I don't know if everybody, everybody realizes, but she used to be a slut. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much everybody went Weren't from Monica all? ride back then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, they all were. I mean, she. <laughs> so you know, pe people nowadays are you know questioning the decisions of somebody like Britt or questioning the decisions of somebody like Willow, forgetting about the decisions of somebody like Monica from thirty years ago, or mm -hmm. Carly from thirty years ago. Oh, gosh, man, see, thirty years in my head is no longer thirty years. No. Thirty years ago is nineteen ninety. It is. Not nineteen sixty. No. <laughs> Oh, no. That would be 61 years ago. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, <laughs> then 50 years ago when Monica Quartermain <laughs> was, being a, was being a cat on the streets. Yeah, she had a very hard time. And Carly, being, uh... you know, Carly coming by and seducing her own stepfather. Right? Yeah. 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 And, of course, all the babies that Sonny's had. I did that. So, you know, just getting it on. Getting it on with everybody and getting it on at inopportune times is just Soap Central 101. Yeah, it is. And it boy, is. oh boy, can I not think of a more inopportune time than the middle of your three-year-old's birthday party. Oh my gosh, Matt, that birthday party <laughs> was ridiculous, but fun. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I don't go and and have myself a tryst in the middle of a three-year-old's birthday party. And I certainly don't make a three-year-old wait to open presents for what? Seem like six, seven hours? <laughs> right? <laughs> Finally, Monica like, got tired of it and was just like, open some of these, kid. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what? The, like, this poor little boy, all he wants to do is be three and have some birthday presents, and everybody comes in with an armful. And but everybody got to go act stupid first. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got to go fight and have drama and, and argue with Harmony and go and, and, and be so emotionally distraught over your mother mm -hmm. practically giving you to this man. Being reminded of that time in Dawn of Day and losing Jonah, which I guess we just swapped names now, you know, because Wiley was named Wiley and Jonah was named Jonah. Mm -hmm. Jonah, why? Anyway, anyway, because <laughs> Wiley is 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 the name that Nicholas, not, not, not Nicholas, the name that um that Brad and Lucas gave to the kid. Yes. Yes. But the original kid was Wiley. Like, the original Wiley was Willow's mm -hmm. baby, who passed mm -hmm. away of sudden infant death syndrome. And it was swapped for Jonah, which was Michael and Nell's baby. Mm -hmm. Then called Wiley for so long that that's the only name that he's ever going to respond to, so they kept it. So I mm -hmm. think it's just fun that they have basically swapped the names of these kids. Jonah, the child yeah, of Willow, is much. dead. They have. <laughs> yeah. 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 They pretty much have, haven't they? Pretty they? Much have. they pretty much That's have. That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, <clears throat> uh, um, um, but yeah, so, um, so, so Wiley's opened up all these kids' right, gifts right now. And what, 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 what do we do about that actor? What do we do about that little kid actor? Because clearly he's becoming very, very comfortable with all of his friends that he works with on set. He's starting to talk more on camera. Yeah. What do we do to curb are. this before he's, like, ruining all these takes? Well... You know, they're twins, so I'd imagine. One's too chatty, swap them out. Exactly. There, there's probably certain instances where one is better than the other. Mm. You know, yeah. when it comes, yeah, twins aren't alike. So mm. I'm sure, you know, and, it, and there's all those constraints for time on stage, too, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, he is getting more comfortable, but it, and, Hopefully he doesn't waste a whole lot of time because I know GH just doesn't have any. Right. Um, but but at the same time, though, if he's going to be three on screen, we need to be him to, to act like a three year old. Three act like a three year old. He should be able to talk. Right. He should be so, playing with the toy and going, "This has a wheel." Yes, he should be, and they, they he is, and he, he is, is. And yeah. I'm and sure, I, I I do. I'm have, sure he's getting lots of coaching. Yeah, and I also have to give it to, I'm sure the mom is always like, okay, honey, now be quiet for the next five minutes. Okay, right mm -hmm. now, remember, you're wily. We're playing pretend, yay. Mm -hmm. um, but I do have to give it to Caitlin McMullen and Chad Duell and all of those people that have to work with uh, with this young man on a regular basis. Because they, 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 they roll with it. They roll with it very well. I think Caitlin McMullen they does sure a great do. job of just being like, oh, yes, it does have wheels, and then pressing on with the scene. Yep. So... So good work at that. I, I just I would have to think that if you're working all the time with a young child like that, you just have to be around them when the cameras aren't rolling so you can develop that bond and that trust and that relationship. So when you do pick up that child and stick them next to you and be like, okay, we're taking a picture now. They're not like, who is this stranger? Let me go. Well, I actually saw some pictures this week of um, Chad and Kate and the two little boys together on the couch well, taking some pictures and nice. stuff, you know, some candids. Um, so, yeah, they would have to have, you know, you would have to have good relationships with little kids and be engaged with them. 
other than scene work or they just wouldn't respond right yeah. you have to yeah. Yeah. and i'm sure i'm sure folks realize that but you know i mean brooklyn was taking those pictures on her cell phone and she was going wiley look here wiley smile and that little boy stopped what he's doing looked up looked and smiled and stuff so so mm -hmm. they at least have the awareness that they are, should respond to the name wiley as well maybe i'm just underestimating the intelligence of a three-year-old i don't know well, I saw, I, I listened to a podcast with her mom on it. Yeah. And um, they do, under, and this podcast I listened to a year ago, about a year ago, and uh, the little dudes knew what when they were on and when they were off even a year ago. Well, that's pretty cool. They did. That's pretty and they cool. love it. They love doing it. Yeah. They think it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. I guess you would just yeah. be able to have to recognize that in your child when they're growing up to know if they would take to something like that or not. Like, of your three kids, I think one of them would have taken to it, and the other ones would have been like, Aah. Yeah. I know which one took to it, and the other two didn't. Well, that's I mean, not, not until later on in life. Later on, because your brother actually, he can do this stuff, too. Okay, so I've been me my whole life, folks. Everybody listening to my voice right now. I've been me my whole life. Me. I've never tried to be really anything different than what I am. I've never tried to put on like an air of cool while I still watch Transformers in the background or anything like that. No, I've always owned what I enjoyed. I've always associated <laughs> myself with people who had similar interests and all that kind of stuff. And I've always just, I've been chill. I've been good and I've been me. Now, I don't want to, you know, throw my brother and my sister under the bus or anything. But I think they had struggles for a while figuring out who they were and what they wanted to present to the world. And now in our old advanced ages, now that we're all in our 30s. We pretty much even out and all became the same person, which is me. We're all me. <laughs> no. The three of you are all me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, let me bow down to my overlord. Thank you. Thank you so much for making three little copies of yourself. There you go. I guess we're all you in, 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 Today, in different nothing aspects. To do with it. You know? Anyway. <laughs> we're all you in different aspects. <laughs> so, so um, I loved all the Quartermain stuff. Didn't you, Matt? It was so good and juicy. It was it's, Quartermain licious. It's just classic Quartermain has continued and brought back. And and this is something that I've been commenting on on our podcast uh, pretty much the entire ride. Because over the last you know year and change, they have been adding more and more and more people to the Quartermain house. When we first mm -hmm. started this podcast, it was Ned, Olivia, and Monica. It was empty. That was house empty. was empty. Empty. I think I think Michael. There might was have been even a there. little while. There was even a little while where there was like, shoot. I think there was even a moment where it was just Tracy and I mean it's just Tracy and Monica. Like yeah, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough quartermains. That's just oh, no, not enough people goodness, in the house. No. That is not enough people in no. that house. I remember from my youth, you know, the nineties, mid nineties to late nineties, just the quartermain insanity happening inside that mansion. Mm-hmm. Just mm -hmm. leaning on the doors of the den to listen. Uh, somebody th opening the door and somebody falling through because they're trying to overhear the conversation that's happening. Um, all kinds of stuff with Cook and with the staff and Jason driving a motorcycle into it. And, and, yes, and love and stuff. drama and fighting and just all kinds of stuff. Yes, that, and they're yeah, they're almost back there, huh? And they are almost back there. So over the last, you know, uh, I guess year and a half now, they've been slowly adding people in. It started off with just uh, Monica, Ned, and and Olivia. 
then Michael moved back in, and I don't know, and now, you know, we've got Willow there, and, and I guess I guess Chase still lives at his apartment. I don't quite understand exactly. No, what Chase is living at the mansion. So he lives in the main house, but Willow still stays in the boathouse. Why? Yeah, that don't make no sense, right? Like, that, that should be red flag number one there, Chase. <laughs> well, they tried to explain it like, the mansion has already been set up. Oh, because of Lila. For Lila. Yeah, I remember. Now that I remember line back now. in the day. I remember back in the day. I think I'm not. I could have swore they had a chairlift on the stairs once upon a time. <laughs> that would make sense. That would make sense. Now, now though, Lila hasn't lived in that house for a number of years, and it's been remodeled no. about six or seven times since. Does That's they really true. keep they all of the ramps? Yeah, they wouldn't need to. But I do believe there was one at one time. Mm-hmm. I would, I would definitely go forward with that. I, would, I, I think that's mm-hmm. definitely up the quarter main alley is to have a chairlift. Yeah. Can you imagine just, just, just uh, Lila coming down the chairlift, just, just reading her family the riot act? <laughs> just stop it! Stop it right now! These arguments <laughs> must come to an end. <laughs> but yeah, the, the quarter main house is. Oh, I love it when it's well, like Valentine that. And, and the I kids like the, and, and I. Yeah, and I like the fact that they are actually like having dual scenes at the same time at the house, like yeah. some kind of mess going on in the family room, uh-huh. and then through the through the doors, in through the, the French foyer. doors, out to the terrace, out to the terrace. Yeah. Then there's some people messing around out there too, because that's where Anna and uh, Valentine were when yeah. he was letting her know how desirable yeah. he really is. When he was planting them <laughs> right on her lips. Yes. And then on the inside, Brooklyn was having a, a heart-to-heart conversation with Bailey. Yeah. And this time around, we got Harmony knocking on the door, being like, I just wanted to visit my grandkid on their birthday. You should have called ahead. You're right. This probably was a weird idea. Here's a gift. I'm going to go. All the while, there's still a party going on in the other room. I knew that that was Harmony oh, yeah. when she was at the grave site. Yeah, I don't think they did. Uh... And before she ever knocked. I know what gave it away was the type of shoe she had on mm-hmm. and the skirt. Yeah. She had, you know, her bohemian hippie dippy clothes on. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then um, I, I never thought for a second that it was Nell coming back or anything like that. No, I, I thought either. I thought pretty pretty early on, too, that it, that was uh, that it was Harmony. So when they opened the door and it was her, I was definitely not surprised. But I don't yeah, think me that either. was meant to be a super shock. Oh, I don't think so either. You know, they they just they just teased so us and then and then popped it off at the end of the episode. Yeah, and I th- I think they just teased us and put her on the screen because of all the stuff that's going on in the jail with Harmony. Yes. Yeah. Well, in the resort jail. Right. Right. It was it was a slow introduction re back re back into it. And then what Kathleen Gaddy had said on their on our interview that we had with her two weeks ago. If you haven't listened to that, go back and enjoy it. Kathleen Gaddy, who plays Liesel Obrecht on General Hospital, she said sometimes if the episodes are running long, they'll cut stuff, or if they're running a little short, they'll quickly put something in to get that exact mm-hmm. thirty eight minutes and forty two seconds that they have, or whatever it is. So it's entirely mm-hmm. possible that they had some B roll of this found out that they were five seconds short for the day and just put a little tease in. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't write it. I didn't edit it. I can't tell you. But there's many possibilities well, out there. There's a ton of possibilities. I What I did like, I did like Chase's assertiveness when it came to Harmony, where he pretty much gave her his marching orders, get the hell out. It was, it was, it was pretty much. It was strange for Chase because he's not usually like that. 
It was trained for Chase, but I, I don't know. I think they were just trying to show his. I, I don't know, but it was. But I liked it. It Maybe, was a little odd, but I liked it. It's it's as if he um, I don't know, because they're definitely going a direction with him. They they have decided whatever direction this is. I don't know exactly what it is yet, but it's going to be a little darker. It seems. I think so too. <clears throat> Do you think he's going to fake that he can walk? I have no clue. I'm wondering if he's going because be he a was walking around pretty walk. good in the house. He was in the in the boathouse. So it's possible. It's possible that he could be. Well, it's it's as if he's decided to torture them a little bit for a little while while he makes the decision. Mm -hmm. You know, come Mm -hmm. kiss me. I'm just gonna go. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's great that I've had a that I could rely on my best friend go up there and make my wife feel better. Mm -hmm. You know, like all of these pointed things that, if you don't know that he knows, is like, oh god, that's so creepy to say. I feel so horrible. <laughs> but um, Brooklyn is, um, and I think that Brooklyn will be his new squeeze when he gets over it. When he gets over it, yeah. But there's going to be drama in that because he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna f with Michael and Willow some before this happens, which might make Brooklyn be like, Chase, come on, what's what's wrong with you, man? Uh, yeah. So we'll Maybe. see what happens with that. Um, but you know, I mean, but also at the same time, Brooklyn has figured this out just by watching Michael and Willow together. She knows what's up. She's never asked. Sure, she figured it out. So did Carly. Yeah, she she never had to ask or anything. She just recognized it. She knew what was up, mm-hmm. and hasn't told Chase. Nope. So you know, she is lying to him through omission. Her supposed very yes. good friend, who was always there for her when she was down at his, her mm-hmm. worst, is mm-hmm. not letting chase know what the real situation is so no, that might come into play think, as well if chase ever finds out it might but it's not you know i don't think it's hers to tell uh, yeah it is well, i think it's anybody's to tell yeah i guess but it, i guess it would kind of depend I, if it were me this yeah. is what i would do all right you guys you got about three or four days to handle this on your own and then i'm gonna handle it for you so what do you want to do <laughs> Well, the, but that's then Carly's going to kidnap you and tie you up and throw you in a basement or something. To... I can take Carly. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, it's me. It's me, Jimmy Novak. I'm here. I'm here to tell you <laughs> congratulations. 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 <laughs> right? <laughs> congratulations on making it the PCPD. Congratulations on uh, <laughs> on being a volleyball star. I'm going to be there at your first game, sitting right behind your mommy and your daddy. <laughs> Okay, Jimmy Novak. <laughs> all right, Jimmy Novak. Joey Novak, you're nah, a loser. No, he's Jimmy Novak to me, all right? He's Jimmy to you, huh? Jimmy Novak. It's, you okay. know why he's Jimmy Novak to me and not Joey Novak? Why? It's because weeks why? and weeks and weeks ago, when the Novaks were starting to, to, to heat up, when they kept on talking about uh-huh. the Novaks this, the Novaks this, the Novaks this, the Novaks this, I said, one day Jimmy Novak is going to show up and he's going to threaten somebody <laughs> and Jimmy Novak is going to be no good. And lo and behold, Joey Novak shows up with that exact same voice that I was just making fun of the show with. <laughs> it's funny. He does sound exactly like you. So, well, see? So he's Jimmy Novak in my heart. In your heart? In my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's... Uh, I was a little disappointed in Jason because I didn't think he came down on him hard enough. Uh, um, it's true because Jason has come down on them harder already. 
Yeah. I mean, they already took him outside and smacked him around. However, though, Jimmy was not alone this time. He had no, he far more not. goons than before, he and did. Jason he showed had up like by himself. Four, didn't he? Three or four. Yeah. Yeah, and it was right outside of Kelly's as well. Yeah. But, you know, that's where he took Shiloh and cracked his head on the wall, was right outside of Kelly's. Yeah. So I said, go for it. I think Jason's smart enough to know that the odds definitely were not in his favor for that fight. Though. No, Six on one, even when you are favor. Jason's stone cold Morgan. It's not enough. Yeah. He's, you're right. you got to pick, pick your battles sometimes, no matter who you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, uh, um, I don't know. I guess I'm slightly interested in seeing what's going to happen with this next. Um, only because of Jason's reaction to J- Jimmy, Joey, Jimmy, JJ, JJ Novak's um, yeah. uh, threats, you know. We'll see if the family cares. All that kind of junk, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. I'm slightly curious to see what's going on there. Um, I do not find the Novaks threatening, though, at all. I don't think that Joey Novak is all that threatening, but I'm not sure he's supposed to be all of that threatening. But but uh, Carly and Jason did kind of allude that maybe there's a bigger problem with the Novaks than they thought there was because mm-hmm. they were kind of dismissing this Joey character at first. You know, he's yeah. just rogue. He's just he's just puffing, a, puffing his chest yeah. out. He's rogue. The family isn't in his corner. That's not the way they're feeling. The Novaks but aren't feeling that way. But he keeps up. But he keeps up, so they're thinking, oh, maybe well, there's maybe, something. Maybe, the, maybe, maybe. Maybe, they, maybe they're a bigger threat than we thought. Maybe they've yes. got something going on. Yes. I don't know. I just, I did the, what, I, what I'm doing here is I know that Frank Valentini is always listening, and so I just want him to just hire me as a Novak, you know? Like, pretend like hey. I used to come from, from, from New York. You know, please, just give me a job. Like, I'll even just do voiceover. That's cool. That's fine. I don't care. I'll just dub somebody's voice. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. 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 Please. Frank, please. (laughs) Frank, give me a job. Joey Novak. Joey Novak. But, you know, I mean, I got to give it to Joss, though, because Joss, even though she has not been officially in the mafia at any point in her life has definitely grown up around the business and has seen the examples that Sonny and Carly and her family has left for her when it comes to dealing with Mm -hmm. characters like this, you know, because he was like, I'm going to be at your game. And she's like, I hope you are. Mm -hmm. I'll let Jason know you're looking for him. I'll let you Jason know you're looking for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. She knew it. It was awesome. She handled him pretty good. Yeah, She didn't get all shaky. She didn't get all scared and shaky. She did, but she hit it well, actually. She did get a little scared. So excited for the next 30 years of Jocelyn Jack's. You know, if they're able to keep up what they're doing with the character. Now, Eden McCoy can come and go. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I, I don't like her or anything. Of course, I enjoy her, but I don't want to marry her to a role for the rest of her life. If she wants to move on to do other things and have somebody else come and play in Jocelyn, that's that's totally okay with me. I just hope that you Jocelyn You just don't Jacks, want Jocelyn Jacks to disappear. Yeah, I like Jocelyn Jacks. I think that she's got a lot of potential for so many stories coming down the line now that she's a grown-ass woman. She sure does. She sure does. You know? You know, I was pretty impressed with her dad, too. I mean, Jax pretty much went to Carly and told her what for. I mean, they, he's, Jax's, he's right. Jax's best stuff is against Carly at the moment. If it he's is, not but... against Carly, if it's any other scene, unless he's telling Carly, I know exactly what you're doing. I know exactly why you're getting married and you are a terrible human being for it. 
it's no good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I, actually, you know, I, I agree with you. Um, I think not only is the words on the page better when he's working with Carly, when he's got seen with Carly, but just his delivery and his just, mm-hmm. you know, his his betrayal of Jax's betrayal of Jax is just better. I don't I don't believe his stuff with Brit. Mm, yeah. But whatever. That's not where it is anyway. That's not where it is. You know where the future is? You know where the future is? And I didn't expect this to be the future, but this seems to be the future. Since we're chem-testing Sean with everybody. We are Sean and Ava, man. Oh, my God. Yep. I don't know what it is about Ava, but she could just be linked with anybody. It doesn't matter how old or young they could be. It doesn't matter with Morawa. She's just so great. And yes, Good I God. saw out of everybody that Kim tested him with, and they've been like you said, they've been Kim testing that crud out of him. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the one with he, I thought he with Ava was was which is terrible it's 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 just it's it's a love letter to ava jerome really because i i since i love her in everything that she does mara west knocks it out of the park no matter what they give her i i really enjoyed her and nicholas but now i see this like ava and jean thing and i'm like i might like that too it's like i can't be unhappy with what they do with ava which is wonderful well if they they They've already done this. He had a he had a um, a, a relationship with Alexis in the past. Yeah, Sean did. Yeah, man, they were good on screen together. They were so good. But I think GH just kind of like been there, done that. They're gonna move on and have him be with somebody else. Yeah. And um, man, if they can, ah, uh, Nicholas and her probably are short. I, I think they are going to wind up splitting up for 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 real, and maybe you know maybe they'll circle back to each other after they've both been with somebody else, like we are, you know soap maybe. operas are so known for. Maybe. But the Kim test with her, her and Sean was good. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah, it really was. I mean, the I Kim definitely test with Sean and Sam wasn't bad either. No, 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 no. But uh, you know, I don't know what I want for Sam right now. I don't know what I want for Dante right now either. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they sure have been talking about Lulu a lot lately, haven't they? It's because they're letting it go. Um, And again, Kathleen Gaddy uh, confirmed something that I suspected for a long time, which is they, they do watch and react and read every single thing that you people have to say about this show. And they try to give you what you want. But you don't give them enough time to catch up to what you want in your reactions to things. Because remember, they are a month out of filming this stuff by the time it hits the TV. So you have a month to gripe before they can even start to make a change. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they have so much in the can, they they can't just, right. you they know. Can't just, they, they can't, can't just suddenly plug... Spon- they can't listen to you and react spontaneously. Right. They And plus, they do have a story going, and, and it is janky and awkward for them to just pull the plug on something randomly and send a character in another direction because the original plot was not as popular as, people, as they hoped it would be. When it comes down to paper, writing down on paper, what would be interesting? Dante and Sam. Those two character names right next to each other, absolutely that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. They're, they're popular with the fans. They're single. They're hot. They're connected. 
They could, they're, they're adventurous. One's a police. It would be like the anti-Jason relationship, you know, where she was with Jason for so long and helping him with all of his criminal stuff. What if we put Sam with the best detective in Port Charles and she uses her powers for good to fight the bad guys? That sort of stuff. But yeah. they didn't consider the family ramifications or the connections mm-hmm. or they underconsidered them or said maybe it won't matter as much. Twitter goes nuts. They don't like it because they are too closely related. And lo and behold, Sam and Dante have kissed once. Yep. And ever since then, have just talked about it and said that was wrong and clearly liked it. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, could be ending, could be continuing, probably not going much further past what's happened. It just I just don't feel like they're going to wind up having some sort of torrid romance. They might even get as far as sleeping together and go, oh, oops. This wasn't right. Yeah, they have had Sam be with other people in the last few years. I mean, the time that she, that, um, that Jason was actually gone and nobody was playing Jason, she had, she almost married, um, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick Drake. Patrick Drake. lived, moved in the house with him. Right, 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 right. All that stuff. So, you know, besides, 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 besides. We got another Jason coming back very soon. We sure do. I mean, I think what? they're still unconfirmed. I don't understand how 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 this Charles Shaughnessy guy that they just hired is going to be on in three weeks, but we still haven't seen any any Ryan Lavery. No, um, I saw that. Whatever his the, name the is, the dad, the dad from the Fran Drescher show, right? Yes, from the nanny. That's that's. That's the dude that's coming on. I just saw that a couple of yeah, days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently he's already been on set and his, his first episodes are set to air at the end of the month already. Wow. He's English. And, and I know that... Um, I know that... Um, what's his name? Is on his, You know, Cameron's on his way back too. Cameron you know? Matheson. But his, his, he started shooting his stuff a long time ago though. But it, I... I, you know, I get. I guess they did some of it ahead of time. Yeah, and, it know, seems like it. All the conjointed kind of thing mm-hmm. they do. It depends on what um, try, what where they needed to shoot it, what's going on, who was available, all of that kind of stuff. That could be why Robert Scorpio's not around right now, is because they're doing some sort of location shooting. Maybe. You know what will be interesting, uh, and I think this might happen. Now we're gonna have to all remember, all of us that have a, um, you know, uh, a a fond recollection of all my children. A fond recollection of all my children, all of us that have that. It looks like Drew and Hayden will be walking in together. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm guessing. Yeah, that's the feeling you got. That means Ryan and Greenlee are walking in together. Wouldn't that be crazy if it was Ryan and Greenlee, though? Well, I think it's going to be Drew and Hayden, but probably for all of us old fans... It will be fun to watch them. <laughs> I think they're going to show up together. Hayden, you know, and the mom showing up this past oh, week. Oh, yeah. Hayden's saying coming she back. hasn't heard from her yet. And they keep on talking about Hayden, Hayden, Hayden. Yeah. Everybody, in, everybody in town's got the word Hayden in their mouth this the week. The Lulu talk is to say goodbye to Lulu. We're not going to talk about Lulu for a while. We are talking about Lulu now because Twitter has said we don't talk about Lulu enough. But Lulu is not a part of the show right now. And we're not going to mention her name every single time you see Dante. Dante talks about Lulu when they are not airing his life. He talks about Lulu off camera. 
He talks about Lulu to Rocco in the scenes that we don't watch that happen to this man's life. That's when he right. talks about Lulu. And Laura told him to pretty much told him to move on. Yes, yes, yes. Gave yes. him permit. You don't have to feel bad. You Folks, can have a life. Remember. Oh man, that Jeannie Francis. That girl it doesn't matter. She could have scene with a wall and she'd do great. Yeah, yeah, it's like Ric Flair. Um, everybody always said that Ric Flair could wrestle a broomstick and put on a five-star match. <laughs> Jeannie Francis could. Woo! Yeah, Jeannie Francis could just stand there and do soliloquies for an hour, and people would be like, <gasps> "Seriously? Yeah, seriously, she's just so good. Mm -hmm. She is. She is. Totally agree with that. Wholeheartedly. Oh man, a hundred percent. And she's and you know. Spencer, that's a one person in town that Spencer really does respect. And nobody watches else? His, nobody else. Nobody Doesn't else. appear to be. No, well, nobody else mom. was going to come. Nobody else came to Europe and nursed me back to health after I broke my legs. Yeah. He has a lot of respect, mm -hmm. a lot of admiration, mm -hmm. a lot of love for his grandma, Laura. Grandmother. Grandmother. Grandmother, Grandmother. Laura. And grandmother Laura and he watches his tone and he watches his words and yeah. she tells him too she lets him know no I got you well got all right you. here here's the thing here's the thing ma all right here's the thing 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 you ready for the thing ready for the thing I am. We, okay we've been talking about we've been talking about Elizabeth and her money problems for so long on this podcast yes okay all right yes and how they've never made sense she is the richest poor person I've ever seen <laughs> She has a gambling addiction. She has a crystal addiction. Not crystal meth, but like buying like Swarovski crystals. You know? Okay. <laughs> um, she has a gambling problem. She's got a collection of comic books that are incredibly valuable or something. But She has a shoe collection that, <laughs> you know, for, and she's never going to go anywhere. But whatever it is. Other than wear scrubs. It, anyway. And I don't think that they're necessarily telling the story right. I don't think it's that Elizabeth is too poor because she's single or her husband died or because she doesn't make enough money as a nurse or because she has to this, that, or the other thing. She's this poor because she's terrible with money and she doesn't know how to spend it properly. She must be like underwater in the house that was granted and given to her. She must have credit card debt up the wazoo. She must have wasted the college funds that Franco had set up for the boys. <laughs> Maybe she's just been buying like little Aiden the best bakeware and junk that he could possibly have. <laughs> I, I, perhaps. Perhaps everybody just has the best, you know, newest shoes, top of the line, all of that stuff. I, 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 um, But, I mean, the, the, the truth of the matter is, all right, Franco did take out a life insurance policy before he was killed. Mm -hmm. um, now, it probably wasn't a multi-million dollar life insurance policy, but it's a little bit. Um, it's got it's some kind of fund. Now, Elizabeth, though, was demoted to part-time for a while, so that might have an impact. And I really don't know what her mortgage is. Uh, this is tough. I'm going to need to see Elizabeth's financial statement. I'm going to need to see the bills that she pays through the year. I'm going to need to see what she buys for the kids. I need to see how she keeps her refrigerator stocked throughout the uh, throughout the days as well because it really seems like things just don't quite make sense but i don't want to make assumptions or judgments about her life maybe things are just harder than i realize maybe i don't maybe know the stress levels just off 
And then there's the dead body that disappeared. What's up with the dead body that disappeared? That's exactly what I expected to happen. I thought that freezer was going to be empty. Yeah. But, man, it just breaks my heart to think that fool may be alive. Austin Gatlin Holt. I think so, too. That's my guess. I think, oh, my gosh. He's going to be juicy. He's going to be multifaceted, multi-layered dude. He's not trying to learn what the Quartermains are about. He already knows what the Quartermains are about. Oh, I think so, too. And he just quietly observes everything he possibly can. What is true, what is not, what is true, Mm -hmm. what is not. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. Well, all of this must be true. I think he has himself, um, they haven't really shown it yet, but I think he's got himself a revenge brewing on the quarter mains. I think he feels some kind of something about them that they shunned his dad, didn't accept his branch of the family. Maybe his dad never did find his footing. Maybe his dad was a raging alcoholic and that's why he died. And the Quartermains just messed up everything about his father's life. And therefore, it had a terrible uh, repercussion on his own as well. Maybe it's something as simple as he just thinks they did him dirty. That was wrong. Yeah. You know, just something as simple as that. Not even my life suffered because of you. But just more like, screw you guys. Screw you guys for what you did to my dad. I'm going to come here and I'm going to get you right back. Yeah, maybe it's just like... Maybe it's just like, you know what you guys all need? You need to be taken down a peg or two. But this also means that he totally knows that Bailey is Louise. I think he might know that too. I think he might know plenty. He's just keeping it. I don't know. I was having dreams about conversation. Two women Uh talking. How strange. How strange. How strange. And then it was pretty much his idea. Um, Well, he was definitely talking Chase down from blowing up this Michael Willow thing. Yes. Not for, and I don't know if it was necessarily for Chase's sake, but maybe just for the sake of drama, for the sake of torture, for the sake of just giving it to the Quartermains. I don't know exactly, but he was stop, He was trying real hard for Chase to not go upstairs while Michael and Willow were up there. <clears throat> he, yeah. he said, "Maybe you shouldn't end your ro- your relate your your marriage off of one single dalliance." You know, it's like he's trying to keep them together so the explosion is as big as possible. Yeah, he's just very observant, though, isn't he? He just chills everywhere. And, um, yeah, he just chills like in the foyer, you know, Uh with Harmony thing. He's right there in the back listening (laughs) to all of it. Everything. He listens to everything he can. I mean, it, it, it has to have been a wild adventure so far because he goes from uh, Pawtuck, wherever, <laughs> small town, nothing happens. We owned a general store. I became a doctor. I've had four patients my whole life. To mm-hmm. Port Charles, New York, in which every single corner he turns, there's some sort of argument or drama or revelation happening. Whether it be at the, at the, at the hospital itself or at the Cornermain Mansion, there is so much going on. There's some, and I wonder, I guess, would he have been on his way to Port Charles without the whole baby drama and the stuff that he walked up on and, you know, maybe. Maybe that was a trigger. Maybe him realizing that that his, that this baby wound up with a quarter main. He was like, hmm, 
Mm-hmm. That's entirely possible as well that he knew Joneses, Maxie Jones, Frisco Jones, all them from back then. That was kind of Jimmy Lee Day. Sure, sure. I mean, all it, and they alluded that his dad passed away recently. Yeah, within the last, the last six few months. months. Yeah. yeah. So that means he had all this life to um, mm-hmm. learn all kinds of stuff from mm-hmm. his dad. It's gonna be crazy. I want to, I just, I just hope that it's going to be some sort of like a just incredible mastermind plot where, you know, one tile hits the other like dominoes and this knocks into this, Mm -hmm. knocks into this, knocks into this. And then it just kind of collapses in front of, in front of Austin's feet. And he goes, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I set this up. And you see Jason coming to the party and not staying. Yeah. My Gosh, Jason, yeah, can go. you be like a good something? No. You know, God, no. other than a hitman? No, he's he's not going to stay at the party because he needs to go to the gym. Yeah. Okay. He's got to go to the gym. He's got to punch the bag. He's got to help Cameron. Yeah, I got to help Cameron. Who also, <laughs> only, I guess they I guess they showed up for, for his lunch break, but I don't know why Jocelyn didn't go, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I said, you know, when they, so he went on his break and went um, to the party and went back to work. I said, damn, Kelly gives yourself a long lunch, don't they? It's <laughs> 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 so dumb. I mean, come on. Maybe For lunchtime, was... lunchtime, you should have enough time to drive to the house. Drop off a gift. turn and drive back and I mean, not even get out. I mean, that's, well, maybe not even get out. But that's pretty much what happened, though. They went to the house. They dropped off a gift. Um, Cameron got on 1942 on Carly. Hold on, Mrs. Corinthos. I just mm-hmm. want to explain to you my intentions with your daughter. I'm going to respect her. <laughs> I'm going to listen to her. We're going to go out and have a good time. And I'm not going to do anything that she doesn't want me to do. I promise I'm a good man. Mm-hmm. Are you a good man, Cameron? What about that day you picked up a gun and shot my fiance? <laughs> it's concerning that you have an instinct to pick up a gun. I see, Mrs. Corinthos. Well, it's concerning that you're going to marry a man whose instinct is to murder somebody. Yeah. Where are they? Where, where's that place where they dump all the bodies at? The pine what? The what? Pine Barrens. That's where they dump everybody. <sighs> Oh, That's where know. everybody gets buried. Okay. The pine barren. So she don't have any problem with the pine barrens. No, 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 no. But Cameron picked but up a gun. But she got a problem. Cameron picked up a gun. But you picked up a gun. You picked up a gun. Oh, man. But I love all that. I love all that. I, mm-hmm. I love all that. You know, Spencer, you know... I'm not enjoy. I part of the reason why I enjoyed Spencer's narking, snark, narkiness, snarkiness when he was a kiddo was. It was adorable. He was just a precocious. It was a tor- adorable, and he was a precocious little boy. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. When made him adorable. As a young kid, as a young kid, with you know, I can see. I little. I see little things of Spencer in there that I appreciate. But most of it is he's just a pretentious butt now. Yeah, that's what happens. You you stop becoming a precocious, adorable little kid, and you start becoming an adult asshole. You <laughs> know what happened to him so far? Look, all right, all right. Forgive the language, everybody, for a moment here while I talk about the evolution of Spencer. But when you're ten, when you're a ten-year-old asshole, people think it's cute. 
Oh, look at him. He's just so confident and brave. He's so witty and smart. Look at him think of that insult right off the top of his head. What a great kid. He's going places. Until you hit about 20 and you're like, good God, man, did you ever learn to shut your effing mouth? No, because <laughs> nobody ever encouraged that precocious, adorable kid to stop being such a dick. Mm-hmm. And so now they grow up and they're a raging royal son of a gun. And Joss and Cameron ain't got no time for him. They, no, they, no, I think they, it's great. They accept him because he is a lifelong friend. They've known each other since they were five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four. Yeah. They've known each other pretty much their entire life that they can recollect. But that was Emma, okay? And that wasn't Jocelyn. That was Emma, all right? <laughs> that was Emma, not <laughs> Jocelyn. So, yeah, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, folks, boys and girls, listeners out there, here's some more truth for you. When you're going through school, you have more than one classmate. And while you might hang out with one of those classmates more than the other, say, Cameron and Emma, or Jocelyn and whoever friends she had when she was a little girl like that, doesn't mean that Jocelyn and Cameron don't know each other doesn't mean that they've never interacted with each other and doesn't mean that they didn't have some sort of bond that was formed even if we've never seen it mm-hmm. so that was emma Shh. <laughs> Shh. it doesn't matter because it's jocelyn now uh-huh. so yeah mm-hmm. shove spencer in that pool twice twice <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah i like it i like that she I want someone else to fall in the pool, though. Who else? I... You want Gladys. You already said you want Gladys in the pool, oh, being, you know, drowned like a rat or something. That Gladys. Come on, man. Look at Gladys. She almost sold, sold that makeup before she said that woman had uh, nickels for pores. Yeah, she was doing well. She just don't have no edit button, does she? No, that's that's what it is. And I think that might be what she's going to learn, maybe, uh, through Brooklyn. Because Brooklyn... That's not fair that, 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 uh, oh, Sasha threw her at Brooklyn. You want that ragtag woman there? She ought to be your assistant. Don't push her off on somebody else. No, 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 no. Who is going to actually, come on, who's going to be able to deal with Gladys Corbin if it's not Brooklyn? Oh, Brooklyn sure will be able to deal with her. Brooklyn, that is is the best place to put Gladys. It is. If Sasha wants Gladys to shut up, sticking her with Brooklyn is the best move. But the bad thing is, is that Gladys might might figure out this baby thing. And if she figures out the baby yeah. thing, she is going to take it to town. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Gladys is so great. That's why Gladys is an amazing addition. Gladys is an amazing addition. But, man, you know, you know, I just don't like Gladys. She's just so terrible. Um she better watch out and watch her mouth and not be so snarky in everybody's business and being such a pain in the booty because you know what happens to people that are like that. They have strokes Perhaps at Kelly's. Perhaps they'll get overstressed and they have a stroke. <laughs> they have a, I recognize the symptoms of a stroke right away. My mom taught me to check out the signs. I called 911 and I waited for the paramedics to arrive. That was a great move, Cameron. And the fact that you talked to her the whole time, too, and make sure she didn't slip into unconsciousness while waiting for the EMTs to arrive was the correct move, too. You saved her life. This has been this week's PSA on General Hospital. He did save her life. And it was a good PSA, actually. (laughs) And I love the the fact that little William has... um, 
he's not overselling it so much. <laughs> and then she collapsed in front of us. Right. He don't you think he did a lot better? Yeah. When it comes to that, yes. That he was getting kind of yeah. escalated there for a little bit, you know. <laughs> um, but I just I thought his <laughs> scenes this past week. I thought his scenes with Spencer. I thought his scenes with Joss. I thought his scenes uh, were just better. Yeah, yeah. He's not going. He was just overdoing it there for a Here's little the while. Thing, though. Here's the better. thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's much the thing. Much better. He's yeah. This is yeah. For, for sure, much better. Here's the thing, though. Right. Uh, uh, Spencer getting getting growing interesting. Uh, Jocelyn continuing to grow and interesting. Poor Trina, growing interesting. Cameron. Yes. Cameron's pretty level mellow. He is kind of the level mellow right now, but my gosh, hasn't he been through enough? And no. then he got a little, and then he got Jocelyn Jacks on his arm. And I actually love them as a cap, a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they they seem so natural together. Yeah, they really do. You what can I... tell that. You can tell that Eden and William have a real friendship. Yeah. They are. They are. You can just tell that. Yeah, they enjoy each other. And there's, they enjoy each other. You could tell that they have a. Um, a real friendship and they have a real ease with each other that comes across. There is an element of their relationship that really shines through the screen for me. And it's the excitement aspect. There's something about them together where I can feel the, their excitement over being Mm -hmm. together. Yes. It's, it's, it's hard to describe. (laughs) Yeah, uh, but but there's just there's just a, a, an energy that strikes the air, an electricity that crawls across the skin. Um, and I thought, you know, when he was talking to Carly, and you know, Joss was overhearing all that. Yes, she you she was just so proud of him, right? She was just so proud of him that he, he you know, Carly's a little a little force, so she can be intimidating. So I thought that was pretty good. Did he need to tell her what his intentions are? No, he's not like saying, "Hey, can I marry your daughter someday?" That's not the conversation he was having. Um, and, all right, we're just out of high school anyway. Okay, Let, we can be real with our intentions here. Okay, we're all eighteen. We're all grown ass people now. Okay, <laughs> just just be like, "Yo, I really like your daughter. I think I love her. I think I love her. I don't know what I'm so afraid of. I'm afraid that I'm, I'm afraid not, that sure I'm not sure of sure if Jason's gonna mother. kill me." Oh, I like that. <laughs> Jason's gonna kill me. I think I love her. I don't know what I'm so afraid of. I'm afraid that I'm not sure of. Jason's gonna kill me. So, okay, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a little bit of that in there. But I, I don't know. It's just so 1942, man. It's so weird. So weird. So it, weird. it just doesn't really have a time and place in today's society. I guess it's good to have that respect. And I guess when you're, you know, some of your audience is like 99-year-old people, they're like, oh, what a good classic man. He's such a gentleman. Actually, actually, when when um, he said, I want to tell you my intentions of your daughter, yeah. what my intentions are, your grandma made a sound. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It did really, It like, you know. Saying that meant something to your grandmother's generation. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you know, maybe it's just a just. I don't know. Like I, 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 I can think of my life and at a time in which I might have maybe pulled a move like that. You know, in my early twenties, really liked somebody. Maybe I'd go to their family and be like, "I want to marry your son." Um, mm-hmm. Nowadays, though, in my old advanced years, 
I guess I've just grown past that because I'm not a super young man anymore that needs to impress my date's parents any longer. If you got to, if you know what, if you're dating somebody and you haven't been together for a while, mm-hmm. man, impressing their family should be the last thing. Of course, you really don't hurt people. It's not important. No, it isn't. Once you hit you a know. certain age, um, because really, like I, I'm, I'm not being looked out for as strongly by my family. Of course, my family's still looking out for me and is there for me and and has my back if I need it. But mm-hmm. every one of every one of my moves isn't being scrutinized. Every single one of the friends that I have isn't being questioned. Every single date that I go on isn't. Um, well, who is this man? What no, is he I'm about? Sure I'm sure there is all kinds of things happening in your life, Matthew, that I know nothing of. You would be surprised how little I do. <laughs> 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 but 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 in my I, I don't feel the need to surround myself with people that are going to impress you any no. longer. When I was younger, absolutely, I wanted my parents' approval on the decisions that I was making and the people I was associating with. I don't know if that's just me or if that's just natural to the human condition, but that's what I experienced, and I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense. <laughs> um, so you know, I can see, I can see. Well, I don't care what you think either, Matt. <laughs> I can see what I can see how Cameron could be like. All right, I really want to make a really good impression on Mrs. Corinthos, and I don't know any other way to do that other than this classic old 1940 baloney. So let me go and straighten my tie and say, Mrs. Corinthos, I want to explain to you my intentions with your daughter. And that's to love her. And then love her. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. No, but but Cameron, give yourself a break, dude. You know what? And when you're done, even if there's a birthday party going on that you have to run back for, make sure you take that little foil pouch and you do something with it where other folks can't find it later. Like Michael. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see what you're talking about. Okay. Foil pouch. Because he works at Kelly's, and so I was thinking of leftovers. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, well, okay. So, Michael and Willow. Okay. Um, just Willow. What the hell? <laughs> I was trying to get into this earlier, and I don't think I finished the thought, which was yeah. Harmony showed up, resurfaced all of these terrible memories of practically being assaulted and being impregnated with a baby that you, did, that you didn't want, and then ultimately it died, and just all of these horrible things that are associated with the fact that you boned Shiloh. And you're going to take all yeah. of that energy and bone Michael? Yeah. Like, how, how did that make her horny? I... I don't get it either. I don't, uh, other than just the, the 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 two of them just want to be together so badly. But no, it re- no, it was ridiculous, is what it was. I mean, I like folks. It was ridiculous to happen in a, at all. But in the middle of a kid's birthday party, when he's been waiting to open his presents for already four hours, just <laughs> they're torturing <laughs> that poor kid. They're torturing <laughs> Chase. They're torturing each other. Um, exactly. At least they were safe about it. Uh, so basically, Willow's got a box of, of prophylactics in her drawer for Michael to come by and use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> oh, my Maybe God. those are... I don't know. Maybe Michael just always has one in his home. wallet? You know, the last person that lived in that house before... Wasn't it Nell? Yes, it was. <laughs> Maybe it's that her old stuff. <laughs> That's even worse, Willow. Come on, stop making such terrible decisions with your body. Um, 
<laughs> it just it's just the mindset of it just didn't make any sense to me and i will always forgive it and i will always say well that's the choice that willow made in that moment even if it makes no mm. sense to me um mm-hmm. that is the decision that she made in that moment and it makes no sense to me uh and i'm not going to say that's terrible writing because it's not necessarily terrible writing because it's gotten us to talk about it for you know probably half of this podcast and it sets up other and you know it and sets it has, up because it, chase knows it, it it moved forward the chase thing and moved forward austin's involvement it is it mm-hmm. added another la- level and layer to this michael and willow thing um, mm-hmm. And also, it does also then bring in the question of, is their relationship even healthy? Mm. It might not be the healthiest relationship for either well, one of them to be in. Any healthy relationship, Sanjee. Though, and if they are healthy, they should only be healthy for about 48 hours because yeah. then yes. they will become no, more. I, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. But <laughs> it's important for uh, the audience and me and as a reviewer and podcaster to try to break this apart and understand it from a story and artistic standpoint. Um, there you go. You know, is this the healthiest relationship for them to be in? Is is them being together, even though even though they are good people, Michael by himself is a good man willow by herself is a good woman together do they cancel each other out and make each other bad people because that's kind of what's happening right now yeah sort of michael and willow are turning each other into bad people yeah hurtful people at least hurtful people absolutely absolutely ones that are misunderstanding what friendship and love means Especially, mm-hmm. as, well, specifically when it comes to their connection with Chase. And, you know, if you're hurtful, that's that's one thing. But don't get heartless, because you get heartless, you're going to have to grow out your hair and get a ponytail. And that is Jerry Springer's final thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, Mike, Michael and Willow are, are just, um, it's, it, I don't see it as a healthy, good love. I don't see it as two people that just can't resist each other because they should be together. I see two people that, good God, they are a mess. Messier than Stella. Messier you think than so? Stella. Messier than Stella. Verne Watson, though. I know that you, you hate Stella. But Verne mm-hmm. Watson mm-hmm. is Stellar. As Stella. Yes, okay. I, you know, and I've never done that before. I've never given her props like that before, but you are absolutely right. This, she's very, very good. I saw an old picture of her this week. You know, she was on um, Happy Days, not Happy Days, Good Times. She okay. was on Good Times mm-hmm. back in the 70s for yeah. a while. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. Just so, so, so young. But so recognizable. She has, mm-hmm. of course, she has aged. Yeah. She does not look 25 like right. she did in this photograph, you know, from right. good times. Right, right, right. But so recognizable. So, you know, there's just no, there's no guessing who that person is. You mm-hmm. recognize her immediately. Yeah. She hasn't, she has aged, but she looks the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, there are people certain people out there where you see them and you know exactly what they looked like as a little kid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you are not one of those, Matt. I know. I do not resemble what I looked like as a child. I do. So does my sister. Um, <clears throat> Your dad doesn't look anything like he did. Nothing. People don't recognize him when they see him. If they haven't seen him in a long time. Someone, one day someone actually told me, um, and I hadn't seen him in a long time. Oh, what happened to- yeah. So, so when did you divorce Steve and marry this guy? <laughs> It is Steve. Come on, man. It was hilarious. 
Oh, that's good stuff. Oh my gosh, that is good stuff. <laughs> but anyway, Brene Watson, do she she does a great job as Stella, and I really appreciated um, her depiction of Stella realizing how badly she stepped in it. Yeah, it was good from her because she 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 gets in this this metal mode and doesn't quite realize what she's doing because she's so focused on trying to make the people that she loves happy. And she's so convinced she's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, absolutely, yeah. you know. And there's people out yeah. there that are like that. She's convinced that she's yes. right. She thinks that Curtis and Port Jordan were making the wrong move. Mm-hmm. You know that. And she's intervening out of love. She's intervening out of love, all of that, and she was not intending to hurt anybody. She was trying to make the best situation for everybody in her mind. Right. That's what that's what her goal was, and that's what her attempts were. Yeah, she's supposed to be. Was she a meddler? Was she should have should she have just completely stayed out of the whole situation? Absolutely, absolutely, she's a meddler and should have stayed away. But in her own mind, she was trying to make everybody happy. She was trying to make Trina and Portia the happiest they could be. She was trying to make Curtis and Jordan the happiest they can be. It wasn't about loyalty and forcing yourself this and committing yourself to that and just be unhappy your whole life and stay in this marriage. It was, I honestly believe your true love. Mm-hmm. needs to last so seeing her immediately recognize and regret revealing this information to Trina was very good it was great it was great but however you know she had she had a, a moment of she had a moment of clarity a few months ago too when she realized that she needed to forgive Jordan and get over herself. Yes. But... She was very, well, and how she meddled in it wasn't right. Blah, 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 blah. Well, that was a short learned lesson because she didn't remember it. Well, she did remember it. She remembered it too well. And she didn't quite listen, learn the lesson that we, sh- we thought that she had learned in it. Yeah. We thought, you know, so she finally accepted Jordan. But she didn't accept Jordan and be like, well, I still don't agree with this, but I'm going to stay out of it. She was convinced that Jordan was right for Curtis. And Curtis was absolutely fully heads over heels, undyingly in love with Jordan. Mm-hmm. And because of that, two people like that should stay together forever. Not two years. No. But stealing those divorce papers was beneath Stella was well who else was gonna do it and now they got all ruined and she doesn't she's gonna she's gonna you know with if they if they play this the way it typically is with with stroke victim okay and you can see that stella's stroke was not a huge stroke no i mean it's definitely serious but she has no paralysis she has no looks like she's going to make a full physical. I believe they said so, that too. She's going to make a full recovery. Yeah. So under those circumstances, there might be some, there might be some memories that are foggy around that time, but it will come back to her. Mm-hmm. She'll remember about those papers. So is that what that was? The divorce papers? Because I never figured it out. Yes. The divorce papers were in um, Jordan's outbox. Yes. Sitting on her desk. Right. And she left the office ahead of, Stella. Uh, Stella. Right. Stella took them. Right, 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 right. After their conversation. So you're certain that was the divorce papers? Yes. 
Yeah, and she asked for forgiveness and everything. <clears throat> she knew what she was doing wrong. Okay, I, I just I do I did never put all of that together because they didn't and explicitly then they got say messed what was up, happening. Up, then they got yeah. messed up. I definitely Kelly's. remember that, but I wasn't sure if yeah. she was writing some sort of letter for some sort of new character to come to the canvas because of this letter that she gets. No, she was. Dealing the divorce okay. papers. All right. Okay. Well, Jordan hey. intended to send. Well, that's 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 way less juicy than I was wanting it to be. <laughs> but that's fine. It's metalicious, though, isn't it? It sure is metalicious. And you know, mm-hmm. it, coming from you know uh, a soap opera like All My Children that I know and loved so well, uh, which was heavily centered around family drama and situations mm-hmm. just like this, mm-hmm. you should appreciate it more. Yeah. Well, you know, I hope, I hope they figure it out, or I hope if they haven't figured out, they do figure out. What are they going to do with Mike Lee Knight now that um, his shitty brother's gone? I mean, they'll figure it out. Yeah, I, I don't want them to just have him. You know, I, I want Mike Lee Knight to stay. I don't want him to be gone. He could be. You know, they both I could be off so. right now while they try to figure out what's happening with Cyrus and Roe next. Yeah, so I hope that they have something going on. Um, with with uh, Marty, Martin yeah. Gray sticks around. I want him to stick around, and and uh, you know, with Cyrus gone, that does take um, one little corner of a story away. But his sister is still there. Yes, Laura's yeah, still yeah. There. Um, I don't, I don't and know. And he still has clients in town too. Yeah, I don't know how how contracts and that kind of stuff work when it comes to these characters and actors, and if they have a maximum amount of appearances that they're allowed to make or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we did have a lot of Martin Gray during that. Cyrus storyline he was on multiple days a week heavily involved in many scenes and such so I just don't know if they used up the Martin Gray that they have available to him to them to us whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, early on in the year and now they have to kind of like piecemeal him out for the rest Mm -hmm. of the year because I just Mm -hmm. I don't know what is in these agreements and in these contracts and I don't know what Michael E. Knight is up to in life as well maybe he's not interested in doing six long months maybe he's only interested in doing three month spats I I don't know maybe I don't know either so we don't we have to we make sure we talk about so let's let's talk about this because we can't we cannot miss this we've got to talk about Ryan oh yes blinking Ryan we're blinking, Ryan. We got to talk about Ryan. Oh my gosh! Ooh. Blinking Ryan, and nobody remembers that Hayden shot that Nicholas had Hayden shot. Yeah, it's it's. There was a lot of people back then that actually knew that Nicholas shot Hayden, or at least like super super. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You know why it's okay? I'll tell you why it's okay. I'll tell you why it's okay. Because they did a flashback with Marcus Coloma, okay? That's why it's okay. <laughs> they flashed back to years ago, put a wig yes, on, on Elizabeth, and had yes, Marcus Coloma play Tyler Christopher playing Nicholas. <laughs> yes, they did. It was, it was pretty, pretty I was lying. Good. I liked it. I was, was lying. Funny. Sean did it. I was lying. Sean did it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but folks, that is that is that is General Hospital trying to give you what you want. They clearly rewrote history in order to satisfy the storyline today. Okay? It's mm-hmm. not uncommon in TV. It's just usually other shows do a better job of explaining what had happened differently. 
than General mm-hmm. Hospital does because they have more time to do it. Um, on a show like How to Get, Get Away with Murder, that's only on prime time certain parts of the year. If they want to retcon something, if they want to rewrite some sort of history, they can by filming new scenes and writing new stuff and going back in time and all this kind of junk to really set up these changes to the timeline that they Mm -hmm. have already established. General Hospital doesn't have the same amount of time to do something like that. They were hoping that they could just rewrite this and have you guys go, cool, fun storyline, who shot Hayden? That's not what happened. So they quickly, very quickly grabbed Elizabeth and grabbed Nicholas and threw them in the stairwell in front of a camera and said, say these four lines so this starts to make sense. Mm-hmm. Like it was so obvious to me <laughs> that they yeah. did this some evening and they quickly threw a bad wig on Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. Yeah. And so and, and that's why that existed was to bring some sort of quote unquote realism to your soap opera storyline <laughs> that you're demanding. Uh, yeah. So Ryan. But Ryan. But Ryan. But Ryan. And then with the blinking and the and the alphabet and haven't Harmony help him uh-huh. But Harmony did Harmony did do Nicholas a solid. Yes. By oh. leaving those letters. Because I when she said that, I did not think she was gonna share the letters and then she right. decided to. Oh, right. it'd be too bad. Well, I think that oh my god, Harmony. Minutes. Oh my god, Harmony. Okay, so people are complaining about I just got to get off of Twitter is really what it is. It's people yes, com- you do, Matt, by it's- the way. <laughs> at least at least half the time. At least half the time. Hey, at least, you know, narrow it down a little bit. It's just I, I need to get a pulse of what people are thinking out there so I can react properly on this podcast and tell them how they're all wrong. Um, ba-dum-tsh. Ba-dum-tsh. Yeah. No, I think Harmony, I think they're doing a great job with Harmony. I've really enjoyed uh, her couple of days. Um, I think that they've done a very... Great job of setting up this person who is trying so hard, so hard to be forgiven by the people around her. Mm-hmm. Like I could see her attempts. I do not think that she's up to no good. I think that she is genuinely trying to reconnect. At first, I wasn't sure if she was up to no good or not, but I don't think she's up to no good either. I really don't. Um, but she does not realize what. I mean, Ryan in his heyday makes Shiloh look like a little chump trying. Right. Okay? He's real psycho. Yes. He's psycho, stab you in your heart, eat your eyeballs crazy. Right. He really is. (laughs) 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 I don't think she really realizes who she's helping. Not really. No, no, no. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Nicholas and, and, and uh, Alexis seem to realize it because they're like, we got to see those letters. Mm-hmm. And, well, they found one, didn't they? The same well, one, one that we saw. Oh, like I said, ago. GH, you would try a great job of planting these storyline months and months and months ago. Yes, that same mm-hmm. rejected letter because Nicholas, because yep. uh, Spencer had already left school and was doing his year abroad. So that mm-hmm. was sent back to, to, to Ryan. So I'm intensely curious to know if this is continued correspondence or a first attempt that is often and always rejected and if he that means and if her if harmony is basically writing the letters for him do just by his blinks on the alphabet chart Mm -hmm. she knows exactly what's going on with them already she already knows what kind of cahoots they're in not necessarily if it's all in code then no if it's hey um i'm still in this prison 
great, House France, awesome. But there's code in that that she wouldn't recognize. That's then true. she would have no I didn't idea. Think about that. You're right. But if it's hey, and they did mention code more than once. Right. So you know, if it's hey, make sure that you go and get Nicholas and Ava divorced. Mm-hmm. That'd be a little more on the nose. And I think that's something that Harmony would have been able to fess up to in conversation rather than leave these letters. And then, and then you know what other, another thing that I thought, what the heck was last week? A week that we didn't podcast. Mm-hmm. Why, why would they, regardless of, regardless of what kind of situation he is that he can't respond, blah, blah, blah. Why do you talk so freely right in front of him? He can still hear. Because <laughs> they are confident that he's never going to get up out of that chair. Oh, um, I think he already can. I don't know if he can. I think that he's limited to blinks. Maybe he's like, li- now he's locked in, right? That's how they refer they to keep his on saying condition locked as in, yes. locked in. He's locked in. Well, that's the same condition Laura had for 10 years. Well, she was locked in until she got unlocked. She was locked in. She was locked in. What? Because of trauma. Right. Well, he'll get locked in until he's no longer locked. Yeah. yeah At least they got him with eyeballs. one hand. That's good. I think it's just the eyeballs. I think it's just the eyeballs. Yeah. But he, but like she said, though, he's locked in. But he's fully mentally yes. capable. Right. Right. So Alexis, um, so I feel as though most people that were have been torturing Ryan, um, have been purposefully saying triggering things and horrible things in front of him to get a rise or to notice a reaction in his face. Alexis did it. Ava's done it on a couple of occasions, Mm -hmm. digging her nails into his thigh, all that kind of stuff, just trying Mm -hmm. to see if you're faking this. Because for some reason, Mm -hmm. everyone just feels like Ryan Chamberlain's the type of guy that'd be able to pull this off. Because he's been underestimated in the past. Right. And he's done this kind of stuff before. Where he had people off their game because they did not realize what he was capable of or what he could possibly do. Right. Same thing. He was underestimated before. Um, and you know, did you see his little smirk on his face too after they finished talking about him and he has back to him? Yeah. 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 He, he's been smirking since his original chair mm-hmm. diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when Alexis asked him one final question, he didn't blink. Are you really over Ava? Yeah, because he's not. No, he's not. He's not. Uh, so he's still got revenge in his heart. So, 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 so Ava, uh, her interactions with him have always been to try to see if she can get a rise out of him. That's why she mm-hmm. says such harsh and triggering things. Alexis mm-hmm. was saying facts to this man just in case mm-hmm. he's faking this, just in case mm-hmm. he's pulling the wool over everybody's eyes and is responsible mm-hmm. for, for some terrible things. I will come after you. Mm-hmm. It will be me. Mm-hmm. That ends it all for you. Mm-hmm. It was I'm pretty much what she said. You know, I can't remember the mm-hmm. exact quote, um, but that's pretty much what she had said. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and that was a threat. A, you can clearly understand what I'm saying. And if you're faking, know this. Mm-hmm. F you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, exactly. Now, and Nicholas sincerely does not believe that... Ryan can get out of that chair. Up until the letters were being written, he didn't. He he had moved past his thought that Ryan was responsible for the stalker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and had and has been operating with the belief 
that he is locked in and incapable of doing anything. So because mm-hmm. of that, I can understand why he would be a little more confident in speaking openly around Ryan with the truth in his heart being this man cannot literally cannot do anything about it. Mm-hmm. It's like confessing your sins to Bailey. Yeah. Bailey can't do anything about it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that's how I feel about the situation. You know, some people are trying to torture him, trying to get a rise out of him. Some people are being like, hey, just in case, know this. And other people mm-hmm. just genu- genuinely believe that he is no longer a danger. Mm-hmm. Like Harmony. Like Harmony. Like the staff mm-hmm. of, of this facility that Alexis is in. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I, I find it very, I, I want, I, I kind of want Alexis to be in jail for the actual three years. <laughs> but they can give her plenty of stories sitting her right there if they wanted to. Uh, seriously, they could just keep having characters come and go from prison. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, she's got like teardrop tattoos and can't reintegrate into society. <laughs> Lordy, as long as she doesn't have to go back in the hole, she'll be okay. Just, uh, General Hospital, <laughs> Orange is the new black. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <sighs> but I'm excited about the Ryan stuff. Yeah. I am. I'm excited to see what happens. I think there's going to be some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Ryan Chamberlain is not over. No, 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 no. no. He's coming back. He's coming back. Take out Jimmy Novak. Maybe, huh? <laughs> maybe well so what else Matthew what else there's no what else you know we've been doing this for an hour and 16 minutes there really is nothing else there's really nothing else I thought we were we had come to our hour actually yeah we've we've come to our hour we've surpassed our hour but that's okay because you know we we missed last week's podcast but it was a good week to miss there wasn't really a whole lot of contributions Well, what did you think? What did you think of this? What did you think of this? What did you think of Obrett and Anna in the gym? They were so funny, and I thought Obrett at the at the at the bag with Jason uh-huh. was hilarious. Was she barely hitting the thing? <laughs> she, oh, 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 yeah, she was hilarious. <laughs> um, and I, and then, and then Anna, she could, she kind of gave the bag a little what for? Yeah. Yeah, Anna, I loved it. Anna is a trained officer of the WSB and has been a secret agent for 40 years. Of course, she can punch somebody. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> and I like the interchange between her and Obrett, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, they were such, such big enemies for so, so long. Yes. And, you know, she doesn't call her Scarecrow anymore. Not, not right now. Not right no, now. No, not right now. Not to her face, at least. Remember, though, remember I told Kathleen last week, though? That you called the wrong person, Scarrow. You were wrong, girl. The wrong. Because, man, Faison looked more like a scarecrow than she did. <laughs> well, Faison is dead, 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 dead. And so is his progeny, Peter. Uh, I don't think Peter's dead. He's I do out. think Austin had something to do with it. I wouldn't be surprised at all. That Peter Austin got knew out about of there. Helena's lab. He went down there to go explore, found a halfway decomposed Peter August, and went, let me take this body and torture somebody with it. Maybe. Yeah, time will tell. We'll out. have to see. We're going to find out. We'll Peter, may fa- Peter may pop up later and not be Wes. I always had said in the very beginning of Peter August's ride on General Hospital 
this character is interesting. He's going to be so much better with the second actor that plays him. Um, and it's just something that I remember saying early on, and it might actually be true. I don't know, it's tough, because I don't hate Wes Ramsey. I think that he brought what he brought to the role. I enjoyed mm -hmm. it to a degree. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good, you know, over-characterization of evil bastard. Yes. You know, but sometimes you need that. I don't know. Well, I enjoyed Wes Ramsey the most when he was tied to a bit. Like, what, what do, you know, I mean, but what is the difference between Wes Ramsey playing Peter August and Ryan Chamberlain being Ryan Chamberlain? What's the difference? Delivery is how it's played. I guess. That's all. I guess. Because they're both yeah. super classic melodramatic villains. Yes. Yes. But, but I get it, though. I get it, though. I get it. Yeah. What's the matter, Finn? Is your son <laughs> going to die? <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right, folks. Hey, I guess Matt. we can let you go. What's up? <clears throat> I'm, I can't re I remember there was something from from Friday's show that would be a really good um, podcast title, but I can't recall what it I was. I guess I'll just I, have to go through it again. Just, well, go through it again because I, I actually almost stopped it and texted you. You know, that's what I try to do when I hear mm -hmm. something really cool. Yes, is I'll it's try helpful. to stop and text you. To, you know, <clears throat> but I didn't do it on Friday, so. Fast, go through it a little bit. I think there was something crazy. It's probably something that Brooklyn sounded. said. <clears throat> maybe even sasha i maybe. find myself using sasha remember. a lot i find myself using trina and i find myself using brooklyn for titles of episodes a, a lot well, that's because they have good snarky one-liner stuff yeah they do <laughs> especially trina yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She and Trey, she and Spencer are gonna be fine. Oh my God! Okay, I guess another thing we could say is uh, um, uh, Nicholas Chavez is. I don't know what Bible for the Cassidines they handed this kid, but he is sure playing one. Um, just his ability to be there for Trina after she found out about the affair and to explain <clears throat> his troubles with his father and how he wasted time with him and did it and be yes. there for somebody that he cares about in only yes. a way a Cassidyne can be at the yes. same time also being Ava stalker and breaking up that relationship and making his dad's life hell mm -hmm. but I wasted a year with him because he lied to me about being dead and mm -hmm. I really regret that and mm -hmm. just the being able to talk out of kind of both sides of the mouth it's the way a Cassidyne can. It's, it's going to make him a lovable villain. Right. Right. If they keep doing this, it'll right. make him a lovable villain. Right. It'll make him have very, lots of different sides and reason for. And, you know, he can be a villain like Ava. Yeah. He can be a villain like his dad, Nicholas. Yeah. yeah. He can be... Um, a villain like Valentine. Yeah. We love to hate them. Well, I mean, he was a villainous child, too. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> he was, he was yes, the bad was. kid. <laughs> but I love, you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned his scene with Trina um, when he was helping her. I thought it was really good and very believable. Yeah. And I saw some chemistry between the two of them during that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I uh, think Nicholas, I, I think, I think um, Spencer will wind up being Trina's boyfriend. Oh, I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, yeah. too. And maybe they'll even have the better relationship than Cameron and Jocelyn do. We'll see how all that maybe. happens when they start going to actual college. 
Summer's yeah. wrapping it up, everybody. <clears throat> they introduced this pool for them to use it for about six or seven weeks before fall hits. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. Yeah. I, I actually I enjoy the the summer costumes that they're giving these characters now that there's pools for them to go to. It doesn't always look like dreary wintertime New York anymore. Mm-hmm. Even even right. Jocelyn wearing that sundress, <laughs> Kelly's and junk, and just just mm-hmm. the shorts and the brighter t-shirts and this that of the other stuff. I've I liked it. I liked it. Me too. And I liked Kelly. And I Kelly. I liked um, uh, Carly's little summer mm-hmm. dress she had on yeah. on Thursday and Friday. Looked yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. so go costuming and wardrobe department. Mm-hmm. And then of course you know Ava Ava had a bodyguard that was just sunbathing all day. So that. That was pretty cool too. Yeah. Yeah, that was that wasn't so. You wanted Sean to be your bodyguard. <laughs> oh me? Oh she did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, she wants him just... to cover her body in more than one way. I have a feeling. Well, there's just something about Ava Jerome in which she just can never be alone. Now can she? No. Her, her eyes are both. always on someone. Her and Elizabeth both. <laughs> well, folks, with that, I think we're gonna pile right back onto the elevator as we let Elizabeth and Ava just go and do their thing. <laughs> we are gonna hit the first floor button go back down to the parking garage get into our cars program the radio adjust our mirrors plug in our cell phones get turn by turn directions to make it safely home so we can spend time with our families i've been met i've been cat and we'll catch you right here next week on the 10th floor <laughs> <laughs>